Welcome to Uncommon Motherhood, where we take you into the journey of the Olives family. Two families, one great adventure with Lily and Debbie. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Uncommon Motherhood. I'm going to have to speak a little louder so you can catch it. Yeah, no, I think you're good. I think you're good. <laughs> um, so today we are doing something different. We are starting a series of interviews with our friends, Mamas. And, uh, and Dada. And Dada, yeah, that's right. We're going to have a dad, too. And, uh, you know, looking to motherhood and fatherhood and parenthood into the way or their, their point of views, not just ours. So today we are going to introduce somebody. Lily, you want to take it away? Sure. Today we have someone super special, our dear friend, Emmy. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> It's very awkward, but I'll get through this. It, it gets more comfortable as you go along. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I guarantee you in 30 seconds, I'm going to forget like, yeah, that there is a microphone, microphone and I'll be back to my chatty just, self. Just talking and having a conversation. That's so what we're here it, to do. Yes. Oh, super delicious. While we're here, I am holding her handsome, handsome little boy yes. and he's eating. So you're going to hear him, him also. That's like, <coughs> a little, little piggy. Yes. In the background. And he's eating. So, Emmy, tell us a little bit, or not us because we know you, but <laughs> people listening, a little bit about yourself. Mm, well, <laughs> I am 31 years old. I feel like I'm signing up for a Tinder program. <laughs> married guys, sorry. Seven-month-old boy, John Ryan. Um, I've been living in Jersey most of my life. Came when I was a little kid here. And Where are you from? Yes, I'm originally from the country of Brazil. Nice. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. That's that's me. Um, I am staying at home. I used to be a work working mom and I've been a working mom I've been a stay-at-home I've been an everything mom I think an I, everything mom hey so today's I podcast like I am the best example <laughs> you are and you also have a business so yes this mom you yeah. are uh, yeah, stay-at-home yes. mom yes I have a business with my husband uh, we have a painting company mm-hmm. um and so I, I've been, I've played a few roles. Mm-hmm. And trust me, ladies, they all are the same. <laughs> we suffer the same things in different amounts. It's just all there. We're all crazy in all roles. Yes. We yes, feel a little absolutely. crazy. Awesome. <laughs> okay, let's share a little bit also how we know Emmy. So oh, you go so first. Cool. Yes. Because yes, you met her before. Yes. I so um, I remember meeting Emmy back because my husband and her husband, um, they were both painters. So, like, they used to work together. I don't mm. know if they worked together, they in, like, in the... In the it was, was with Rafael, right? Yeah, so. that yeah, was they, it. They that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, they used to work together, and then um, we... End, I don't remember how, but, like, we ended up just meeting... like, their barbecues and yeah. stuff like that. What? Oh, no. Lily's not a great I... example. She's <laughs> choking the baby. He's fine. He's okay. He's like, give me my milk back. I'm so he's so like most important. Just give me the goods. Okay, I'm gonna give it to you. Oh, he is not 
Okay. He's Happy. Just determined about there you eating. go. There you go. Okay. That explains the size of the child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they Can used we... to work together. Um, yeah, it was definitely like those that. barbecues yeah, back and, then that we got to know each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. And, and I remember it was it was very funny because uh, my first impression of you guys was mm-hmm. like, oh, your I husband was very, very outgoing, very uh-huh. funny. You were just so quiet. I'm like, you know what? They remind me of us. Like, your husband's like me. He is. He truly is. To keep quiet. Yes. Be calm. Yep. And, yep. And our and then my husband and you uh-huh. are very what makes sense because you guys keep us grounded. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. That was the attraction there. It was funny until today. There's there was a time that um every time you got sick and every time Talis got sick. <laughs> yes. And you guys turn to us and you're like, oh, do you look at some, look at my face, my face. Look, I'm so sick. Look at my face. Yes. So every time Thales is sick, I'm like, oh, Emmy, hi. Uh, <laughs> yes, he would say the same thing to me. He's like, oh, look, look at Thales right there. And exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's very funny. I and I think that's how how we met. And like, as the years went by and I birthdays so and here and there. I'm and, a very social person. Yeah. And I kept coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and then with Lily, I met her at one of my like birthdays. Was, or I something think it was like a birthday that. thing, right? Yeah. At your house? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it was that house on Monroe. Monroe? Oh. The house with I've the had so many houses. Huh? The cockroaches one? Oh yeah, the cockroaches oh, house. Oh, the dirty meats coming. Out. <laughs> I'm so glad I had dinner there. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was after, okay. <laughs> it was horrible, man. It was just, it was. It was a it was a nightmare. That house was a nightmare. Before we cleaned it, after it was fine. We didn't have it afterwards. But before when like we just moved in, oh it was God. it was intense. Yeah. It was intense. Yeah. No, I've had. Those. But and then that's how you met her through like I think it was Talis's birthday that we did it there in the backyard. Yeah. And then that's when you guys met. And then I remember also, there was a fire in the middle. There was. There was a fire, and, and then, then we bonded then, over. The fire. (laughs) She looked at me and she saw the she saw the sparks fly, and I'm like, it's just the firework. It's just the fire. (laughs) I do love it. No, yeah, that's right. We had both had a recent miscarriage, um, uh, very early on in our pregnancy, and we just started talking about that, and we definitely um bonded through that, and then kept. Kept it there. Yeah. But Debbie didn't like me anymore. She's like, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> After that, she's like, no, this is not kidding. It's a lie. Okay? You bonded that's with Lily. We are done. That's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. No, no, absolutely not. It was, but yeah, that was, that was, that was the was, only reason I mm-hmm. stick to her anyway. So, uh-huh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, and then, and then we get pregnant right yeah. after. Yeah, yeah. And we then all got we all got pregnant together. Yeah. We scheduled it. So like, we did basically. I mean, because our kid is only. Six days apart, five days apart. Five days apart, yeah, they're yeah. very, and six they, weeks. Six weeks, yeah. Six weeks, six, longer. seven weeks. Isaac is longer than, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> no, not longer, <laughs> he's older. James <laughs> <laughs> longer? Well, I don't know that, you would. Um, but he's six weeks, and that's very close to my niece, right? Ooh. Oh, no. he's in April. Yeah. Yeah, he's in April. Sorry, guys, for all this life. I'm just <laughs> trying to calculate when everyone's scheduling was. Yeah, but it was so cu- funny that, like, this week we had the flood and everything, and I was going through photos, and I found photos of us, like, all of us pregnant. Yes. And then I found photo of us on Isaac's birthday, like, Aww. all the three kids holding, oh like, us God. holding all the three kids yep. and them sitting on, like, the table. Mm-hmm. It was so, so adorable. I yes. think the first two years of the youngest one or the oldest one, oldest one. we were very close like we yeah. would do a lot of things together 
Absolutely, yeah. And I then we kind of had adop- I we adapted to that. Like, mm-hmm. okay, this is my support. Yeah. Yes. People, these are my people for for babies because. It's funny, like, isn't that the the hardest part of when you're a new mom? Yeah. Trying to find that, like, those few people, mm-hmm. at least that one The person, village. The village. The village. Yeah. Um, but even in terms of relating, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, was, it was so funny. Like, every morning, I'd be like, oh, my God, this happened. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this happened, this to happened too. too. And it, that's so comforting. And mm-hmm. I feel like we should always do that as women because mm-hmm. it's just, we all go through phases yes. in our marriage, in our work, in our lives. And it's just so nice when you're like, when you get that me too kind of thing. Yeah, you have like, somebody oh, they I, can I lean on. You can lean on or you can just kind of cry together without mm-hmm. like, you know expecting too much to exactly because you're like i know you're going you're in kind of in the same boat to yeah. have it back yeah. yeah and that goes into the reason why we wanted to do a podcast because you had a child um well john ryan during a pandemic yes and we don't have that experience yeah you left and... me alone but we wanted other people who did have babies during those times to maybe you know relate yeah with you on that sense and they they know like okay i'm not alone i didn't go through this really crazy amazing experience by myself yeah so share with us a little bit of how different was it having juliana when none of this was happening to now being pregnant and then delivering your baby during a pandemic yeah well to make him was the same (laughs) (laughs) um the no. same same yeah. <laughs> better no, um, it, so actually it's very interesting um, we have a why we made him um, <laughs> so I was working and I was in that it, it, that crazy routine of like everything had to be on this routine on the schedule because nothing could fall out of place and I remember just that first day of I, I remember it was March 13th I was in front of Juliana schools I had picked her up and I was going through the stuff that they left in her bag for me to take home and and things I had to read through. And I remember this sense of like, oh, okay, it's gonna, I'm going to have rest for two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we thought it was. Initially, it was just going to be like this two-week, you know, quarantine period. And I was like, wow, I really need this rest. And I, I thought it was, I, I, I would get, I thought that, that would be my recovery for that year I would of last year I would be so comfortable because I had that two weeks of not just doing relaxing nothing because mm-hmm. you can't even go outside kind of thing right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you're forced to relax and then I come to find out no actually you're going to be living through a whole pandemic mm-hmm. and it's forever changing the lives of everyone yeah and mm-hmm. new things and everything which I think is so important because for us to kind of, that meet that sense of like, being open and talking with people is so important because I see I talk to so many people who are just kind of like just digesting all of that Mm -hmm. was pretty hard um and I don't and it happened so fast that I don't know how we did it it literally was the the carpet pulled under absolutely and you're like okay my whole world changed and my whole world it's falling apart and okay what do i do it but like you had everybody happen the same thing was happening to everybody yeah and so. and at the same time that's that was comforting i don't know if you guys felt that a little bit but mm-hmm. didn't you feel like wow it's not only happening mm-hmm. to, to me, me. Happening to exactly it was comforting but then as time went on and things developed things started you know adjusting you saw that like okay even though it's happening to everyone 
everyone has their personalities, their their mm-hmm. things, and everyone kind of reacted differently going, w- going forward. Yeah, I was going to say that. It felt, even though everyone was going to get alone at alone. certain points. Absolutely. Because, like, there's some people with a lot of fear. There's people that was like, okay, now let's just relax. And it's mm-hmm. just like all of it going on. I was like, yeah. It was difficult for you to ground yourself yeah, in absolutely. a way. Even, like, I'm, I feel like I'm very, like, we were talking about it. I feel like I'm very calm into like crazy situations but i felt very overwhelmed Absolutely. with so many feelings from like everybody oh yeah i was always every on perspective edge. and i'm like okay so how do i ground myself mm-hmm. in this craziness that that was insane and i remember <laughs> i i have um a problem in me that i i'm working on which is the 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 fault of wanting to be too productive all the time Mm -hmm. and the pandemic kind of taught me like yeah no there's no being oh being overwhelmed is not being productive Mm -hmm. signing up for things not saying no Mm -hmm. is not being productive Mm -hmm. so you can go and put yourself I, I was actually talking to a friend this weekend about this but um in terms of like okay I want to be that working mom I want to be the gym mom I want to be the the mom that makes all the cute little snacks and all this all these moms and you and you want to do it all because you want to seem like you're like okay you got together you you have it all together and in the end it's kind of like you are always juggling these million things and they're always dropping the ball on all of them too. And you're always feeling drained. Drained, always feeling absolutely. Tired so you don't actually give back to mm-hmm. your family, to the people who you're doing this for, you should be doing this for, you don't mm-hmm. give back to them. You don't You don't have that. You're just always on edge. And so I thought that the pandemic, especially during what we said, like, you know, people had all these different feels. They were always on edge. They were overwhelmed. Is um And also because everyone was going through it and then at the same time you felt alone, mm-hmm. that's how motherhood has always been for, for I want to say everyone, if not mm-hmm. everyone, a good majority of us, like, okay, everyone had babies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> let's say you go on Instagram and you're like, wow, but how is she like that? Like she's mm-hmm. going through what I'm going through, but mm-hmm. she's doing this, this and that. And but she looks of, like she's get together, she's put together right. and like not going through anything. And it's, and I know we're adults and we are aware, like everyone has their own circumstances mm-hmm. and sometimes they're doing this, but they're not doing other things that you're doing mm-hmm. and all that. But in our minds, it doesn't always calculate that Mm-mm. all right away. So, um, I learned to be more forgiving towards myself, um, and allowing myself to drop the ball when needed, but also not overwhelm myself because I needed to feel productive. Mm -hmm. And so going back to, um, while, you know, having a baby during the pandemic, I have a why was that I was like, I had made a decision to rest. I was like. After I found out that if we were not, it wasn't gonna only be two mm-hmm. weeks, mm-hmm. we were gonna stay longer, I made a decision to rest. And you know how I felt? I was like, okay, so now I'm gonna have a baby. <laughs> this is uh, my rest. Yeah, no, it's just, uh, so it comes into my why is that my husband, when we had Juliana, he had been diagnosed with AVM, which is an artery disorder in the brain. Um, so for the last few years, we were treating that and between that work and now, you know, the lawn guy always decides to come and have <laughs> important meetings. So um, he had, so we had to kind of go through all of that. We had to do the treatment. We had to um, figure out how we were going to live with it. Um, in between that, you know, working, raising kids, all that. And I just didn't want to sign up for another baby, even mm-hmm. though my dream was to have one right after the other, just mm-hmm. kind of keep them together. I have siblings of my own. 
Um, me and my sister were not that far apart, but we're five years, but we're very close together. So I wanted something similar with Juliana, but um, uh, timing was always kind of off in that sense, but more because of a health issue, not because of life, you know, mm-hmm. it was, I, we really needed to make sure that you were prioritizing I was his prioritizing health. his health because it was uh you know it's life or death exactly situation so I was mm-hmm. like I am I need to keep my husband alive not of only course. for my kids but because I want him alive he's, of course he's a nice guy <laughs> <laughs> and so um it came to be that it was she was going to turn seven mm-hmm. um no I lied she was going to turn six that year right? oh yeah she, she was uh-huh and Just turned seven. and there's seven he was born when she was yeah, they're seven years apart now. Um, but I was like, okay, now I want to rest. Or at least I'm going to be forced to rest. So if I'm going to be home, I want to do, because I, I, I get very sick during pregnancy. So I was like, mm-hmm. I want to, I'm going to do pregnancy now. While I, At home. We're, you know, we already took care of his health. Now it's time to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was putting it a now or never kind of deal because I was like, we're already getting older. I don't know if I want to have a kid much older than this. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's very personal. I don't. I yeah, of ever, course. It, to each its own. Yeah, to each its own. I think however old you have to be. Mm-hmm. Whatever, girl. Go that's get it. It's your choice. Yeah. So, but for us, that was it. Um, because we had other plans anyways. And so with that, we decided to have him. And fortunately, he was very easy to have because <laughs> as soon as we decided, he came. <laughs> yeah, whereas Juliana wasn't. Like, we were trying for her for a year and a half. We had the miscarriage mm-hmm. and everything. So it was a little more sadder. But where he came, we thought we were going to have a delay. We were mm-hmm. like, oh, it's going to take us a few months. It's like, no. Yeah, I'm here. Wham and bam. And he was there. <laughs> and like, I was like, all right, good. And I was like, we didn't know how to schedule it. it just <laughs> he's laughing. Yeah, he's laughing. He's like, mommy. That's embarrassing. You were the fastest one, buddy. Good job. <laughs> and um, how how was it um, like going through? I don't know if you had to go by yourself on like doctors the doctors appointments and things like that. How was going through that? Because before you had the experience of having him there yeah. and like having somebody there with you. How was it now having to do this kind of alone in a in a sense? So the first two visits I had were virtual visits. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. Um, so those were that was that was interesting. This is mm-hmm. the first time I had a virtual doctor's visit, right? That was new to all of <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, that, that was time. new. And so I was like, okay, this is interesting because you're supposed to be confirming that I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. But and he was kind of like, uh, he was like, all right, yeah, I believe you. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. I was like, I'm pretty sure you need to do some tests, but okay. Um, I believe me too. I was like, uh, and so that was a little, that was a first for me. But I was a little overwhelmed with what was going to happen to me health-wise because I get very sick when, I was preg- when I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. At least I did the last time around. And so I was kind of scared that I was going to go through that. And I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the time my third visit came around, because they're very spaced apart in the beginning, yeah. which is good, mm-hmm. they were already having visits in, in person. Oh, that's good. I did have to go by myself, mm-hmm. but I didn't mind. Okay. Um, we did have a system where I'd call him before and after just mm-hmm. to kind of like see, all right, I'm going in, this is happening. Yeah. Just kind of keeping in touch. I guess that's mm-hmm. everyone. Uh, that wasn't nerve wracking. I think the nerves actually came more towards the end with pregnancy. Mm-hmm. What I did have though was I, w- I did, what was bizarre for me was because I pl- kind of planned it, we were kind of like, all right, we're decided on doing this. Mm-hmm. I was very surprised that I had a little bit of anxiety. Like, I had mm-hmm. panic attacks at some point mm-hmm. because I was 
I was feeling overwhelmed, mm -hmm, um, but mm -hmm. I was also working from home, homeschooling, mm -hmm. and being pregnant, and also that uncertainty that everyone had, like, what's going to happen I next think week. it added it, to it the added. uncertainty. So I don't know if, I can't tell you if it was hormones, if mm -hmm. it was the pregnancy itself, just the idea of being pregnant, mm -hmm. or all of the above with schoolwork and everything. But I remember that that was something I didn't have in hers. Mm. And I remember being like, but I wanted this. Like, I planned this. Why am I feeling mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. insane? But I, and my personality was good because I was kind of like, all right, I, I have to keep it together for him. Mm -hmm. So I have to allow myself to feel this. Mm -hmm, I was like, mm -hmm. it is not normal what we're going through. Mm -hmm. Um. The amount of cargo that I have right now on my back is not normal. Mm -hmm. um, so I have to allow myself to feel overwhelmed and sad, but I also have to start giving up some stuff mm -hmm. that, and, and start like kind of dividing all these. Delegating, right? Yeah, delegating things and um, giving some stuff to my husband and things like that because mm -hmm. I tend to want to just drag everything for me to do. Yeah. So after I did that, I, I felt better, but that was difficult. And I came to find out from other women who got pregnant around the same time, they were also feeling that. I think everyone in general, but yeah. especially I, with pregnant women, it was kind of like your odds because you don't even know whether you're going Very to be delivery, mm -hmm. if your delivery is going to be with everyone, with no one at the time. I think no one was allowed no. Um, that summer. No one was allowed to go in with mm -hmm. you. And that's what I was going to ask you. Did you feel like... Um, anxiety too about the delivery yeah did you wonder if like maybe you would have to do a home birth did you consider any of those things and how was it different from oh no <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't i was like i'll go alone but i'm going <laughs> i'm going with professionals i don't trust myself at home i trust professionals at in general mm -hmm. so if i had to do a home birth like a doula mm -hmm. and like um uh, you know the Birthing, not birthing moms. What are they? Midwives. Midwives. Yes. There you go. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Um, I I know that I can trust them. I can't trust myself because my head is a little wild like that. So and that's that's how you know like birthing is all mental. Like yes. it's all what you put in your head. Um, and that that that's. And that's beautiful that you understand that about yourself. It's like you know your limits. Like no, this is my limit, and this is what I'm doing. And that, and that you're already delegating what you were going to do. Yeah, with. it was kind of like no, this I have to transfer over to a hospital unit where I know that the ambiance. I know it sounds bizarre, but I'm like, mm -hmm. I feel like maybe the last the few years I was with you know my husband in, in the, the, hospital. the hospital. I was mm -hmm. like, I, I now I have a sense of security there. I'm like, I know we're coming back home, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe that's it. Yeah. Um, but that that was nerve wracking. It was very tense because I was like, even though I'm okay with going to the hospital, I I I was very 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 nervous about who would be coming with me and like mm -hmm. who would be holding my hand and who would be speaking for me because that's a big issue in general mm -hmm. yeah. what we feel is okay to say to the doctors like mm -hmm. a lot of women are scared to say like no I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that or I don't you know at the hospital you feel like mm -hmm. you, you're not allowed to you're, you feel like everything you, the doctor says yeah, has to go yeah. you know and you don't you don't have to do any of it you mm -hmm. know you kind you can you can you have the right it. you have the right it's in your right mm -hmm. and so but I felt like depending on the circumstance I want to make sure I have someone there that's kind of like are you sure this is what you want you mm -hmm. know and and I don't, I can't, I can't trust other people to do that other than a loved one like my mother or my mm -hmm, husband. Of or, course, yeah. yeah. Somebody that you feel comfortable with. Exactly, yeah. And 
And um, also now moving on to a little bit after, how was newborn life with um, Juliana and pandemic and husband and house and everything? Well, we're, we're lucky I'm alive today. <laughs> and I haven't become an alcoholic. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Actually, it was funny because I, I think I, I had so much on my plate that I wanted to make sure that I would wake up well every day mm-hmm. in a sense even though I wasn't well you know I think in general a lot of people weren't you know mm-hmm. we're, we have a lot on our mind there's a lot going on mm-hmm. we have our daily lives probably and things that happen on the yeah. daily anyways so but I wanted to make sure I was okay so that in terms I was always good but it was overwhelming at first but I have to say we had our village there mm-hmm. and that was a world of difference mm-hmm. we had my family and we had his family at at our reach all the time. That's awesome. Um, they were always there was always someone to offer to help, to mm-hmm. clean, to make food. There was always someone asking what we needed. We had our friends mm-hmm. ask us, you know, like, do you need anything? Mm-hmm. So I never felt like I had to do things on my own. Mm-hmm. What did feel overwhelming was that we had just bought a house as well, mm-hmm. and we were going to we moved when he was about. He was about a month old. We we made the move. Wow. Um, so newborn, new house. <laughs> yeah, and this is because I wanted to keep calm, right? This is uh-huh. because I was to... This was her break, guys. Yeah, she got slowed down. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's not normal. Don't take it as advice. Um, but it, it so that was a little that was that was very overwhelming. I don't want to say a little. It was very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot going on in between searching houses and then getting the house ready for us all to kind of move in. But I wouldn't have done it had we not had a lot of people helping us, kind mm-hmm. of just, you know, offering to take Juliana or us and all mm-hmm. that. And then right afterwards, um, right after moving in, we got, we actually got COVID. Um, oh. All three of us except Juliana, our oldest. And mm-hmm. so that was, it, it was like the fun never ended. <laughs> <laughs> always um, on your toes. Always on your toes. And um, the only benefit for us going through our health issues before mm-hmm. was that going through this, we were very aware that everything was going to be okay. It okay. might not be the way we'd like it to be, mm-hmm. but we were, we've, we've had worse happen to us. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of like, all right, this is, this is, this is going to be okay. a territory that I kind of know. So I kind of know as much as we don't know what, because mm-hmm. COVID has a different reaction than everyone. Exactly. Um, for example, um, are the baby, he only had some congestion. I was mm-hmm. breastfeeding and the, his pediatrician kept incentivizing to do that because she was like, um, she's like, you know, there's antibodies, antibodies are mm-hmm. there. So that, that strengthen he was, him. He, it's to strengthen him. My daughter didn't get it at all. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, the first round, like, I don't know what variants are going to come, but at least the first round, I was like, Mm -hmm. this kid is amazing. So keep feeding your kids pizza and chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let those haters tell you different. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I can't. No, it's true, because during my pregnancy, I was so sick that I sometimes wasn't even good at, like, making dinner and things Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So I remember Juliana at some point, like, (laughs) <laughs> she was forced to grow up. No, she learned how to, like, cook with me. Of course, mm-hmm. I would supervise her. But she also learned how to kind of make things herself. Like, she would mm-hmm. make sandwiches and things on the days that I couldn't get up. My mm-hmm. husband was working late, so it was hard, you know. Yeah. But she liked it, and it, and it was... See, you guys, she'll be, they'll it's, be fine. It's beautiful that um, you acknowledge that and that she learned. She also picked it up 
from seeing all the struggles that you were going through. And she's like, okay, I have to learn this. So I have to learn that. Yeah. I have to help my mom. And like in her own way, right. she was helping you also. She was also part of the village. Yeah. I, helping you. Yeah, I told her. I was like, this is all good content for your therapist <laughs> when you grow up. So I'm just, content. you're welcome. No, um, yeah. And I loved her through it, you know. Mm-hmm. I think the important thing, like, we've been through some crazy things as a family. But one thing that I do see that we do and we try to do just to kind of keep sane is talk each other through it. Mm-hmm. So we're always talking. We're always talking to her. We're always talking to each other. Mm-hmm. It's not perfect. And then Nobody I mean, is. Never is. Um, there's crazy in between. Sure. But the talking through it really helps. Because we see her talking to us mm-hmm. back now. Like sometimes we'll see her like reasoning and I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. Where'd you really, learn that? No, I'm like, you were really listening. That's <laughs> kind of cool. Did you share a lot with her about what was happening, like, with the pandemic and the I world? Did. I did. I've always been very clear-cut. Guys, if you go back an episode, a few episodes, I was I was the lady who keeps clear with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> she listened. Yeah, she listened. Good job, um, bro. Supporting your mom. I'm, I'm supportive of my friends. Um, no, yeah, so she... I was very clear. Of course, obviously, I'm not showing her the news because you know there's a lot of a lot of information mm-hmm. there. But I was very informative. I'm like, I was like, this is this is a new, you know, it's a new bug. We don't know what what can happen. We don't know if we get really sick. We don't know if we don't get sick at all. I was like, so I had the whole like, wash hands, do this, rule it. I was very clear. I was also very clear that I didn't know whether she was going back to school or not. I was mm-hmm. like. Because my fear is, like, me lying to her and her being like, well, you didn't even tell me. Like, I wanted her to come prepared. Mm-hmm. And with every thing, I want her to know it from me. Because mm-hmm. I want to be her go-to person. Of course. Um, but I also want to be her mom. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, yes, you're going to tell me things. And I want you to see me as a good friend. But I want you to respect me, too. Because that is so important in our family values. I feel like her being able to be like, all right, I can do whatever I need to do, or I want to do whatever I want to do, but I have someone I need to. Res- I have. I have to go to at some point. Yeah. I have someone that I, that that's going to be, hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. So, um, with the pandemic, I try to do that. I try to keep it open um, about what thing, what everything was going on, because there was a lot of also big political events going on, and she would see something here or there on the TV, and I had to kind of explain it. I held on to that rule of only answering the questions she asked and mm-hmm. no more. Too. That's beautiful. That's right? awesome. Because I was like, I don't need to know anymore. Because mm-hmm. we also, tend to explain a little bit too much. explain yeah. yeah, and I was like, I'm there. Ain't nobody got time for that. So I was like, I'm not doing that. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer you the basic, and we're gonna go from there. But with being sick and the people and everyone kind of, you know, there's a lot of deaths and things like that. I wanted her to prepare because I was like, we have my husband who was a high risk. We had a few other family members who were high risk too. Mm -hmm. And we did go through some very dangerous health things with other family members. So I didn't want to make it like a surprise if anything happened. I wanted Mm -hmm. her to be aware. Um, But also not overdo it. I was like, things could happen. Mm -hmm. I want you to be, but I want you to know that if something happens, don't lock yourself in. I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. I'm the one you go to. We're going to do this together. As a family, you can talk about it. Any questions, don't Mm -hmm. feel, don't hold back. And she did that. She did. She really did. She would ask about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was 
that was scary for me because sometimes those things that I didn't really want to answer because mm-hmm. I was like I don't know how to answer and I don't want to give you a traumatizing I don't have to answer. answer yeah you know and, and 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 I like to you know try to keep it as balanced and as neutral as possible with everything mm-hmm. um so for example like wearing masks like I I didn't um I didn't I I didn't She's like, why do we have to wear masks? And I'm like, because we're protecting ourselves and we're protecting other people. Mm-hmm. And then she would, like, ask other things. And I'm like, but don't you think you look like a scientist? And then she picked up on it. Now, mm-hmm. until today, she's like, Mom, we're all scientists. <laughs> That's and cute. so, you know, but it's, or, or even, like, anything that she would ask. Like, when, you know, I got the vaccination recently and she asked, like, am I going to get it? I was like, oh, no, you don't. You don't have to get it. I was mm-hmm. like, it's going to be your decision. Um, I don't know what the mandates are going to be going forward. I was yeah. like, but I really want it to be something she decides, not me, mm-hmm. you know? We'll see going forward. But <laughs> that's the topic of conversation for me and her when that gets there. I yeah. do not, I'm not going to hurry there until I have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's cross that bridge once we get to right. it. And how was she um, with the baby once I- you brought him home? It was all about her for seven years, so it was not the, like, smoothest ride, but Juliana tends to be very, very um, talkative about her feelings, Mm -hmm. so we always knew when she was jealous because she would tell us. (laughs) She was like, you love the baby more than I do, and I had to go through explaining that my love is the same, that there's no more, there's no less, that Mm -hmm. it's the same amount of love. I was like, where there's a heart, that's all there is. There's that same amount of love for you and for him. There's no division in there. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a total different personality. You're going to hear me yell at him for different reasons I yell at you, you know? There's yelling going on, guys. <laughs> this is not the quietest mom, but I am, the, I am. I try to keep it cool. This is a regular household. <laughs> this is a regular household with regular people. So, um, But I, I told her, I was like, you have a personality where I can do A, B, C, and D with you, but he'll have a different personality, and he's a baby, so I'm going to love him different, because mm-hmm. he's a baby, he doesn't talk to me, so every time he cr- he cries, I have to go, because that's, that's his way his of, talking. that's his communication, and her, I was, and then I would tell her, I was like, you, you don't cry, you already know, what to, if you're sad, you tell me, if you're hungry, you tell me, he doesn't, so little things like that, I had to keep repeating, but because I, again, because I was clear with her, we got that out of the way real quick. Even mm-hmm. though I do see here and there, but I think it's very natural too. I've seen mm-hmm. it. Of course. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yes. but now they're done. Now I see. I saw the other day that she um, she picked him up. She gave him kisses mm. and she made him sleep. Oh yeah, I was like so I cute. filmed it because you know it doesn't happen often. So I was like, so I don't sweet. know when this is gonna happen again. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, she was jealous. She's good. Okay, so do you feel like the age gap didn't make it easier i know you said like she was the only child for seven years Mm -hmm. but did you feel like having her older helped you a little bit with being having a newborn absolutely yeah like i said she would make her own food sometimes when i wasn't feeling good and even now like if i'm you know you're in between um 
uh, like for example now he has his nap times that's my time to clean up do things catch mm-hmm. up on everything so she it's easier because there's not another crying baby yeah. or someone mm-hmm. that I don't know that understands mm-hmm. she kind of helps me I can kind of her direction to like alright you can go I can delegate a shower like you can go shower while I do this mm-hmm. um, do this while I do that and and then also not forget to separate some time for her too uh-huh, yeah. um, that can be difficult sometimes because yes. Babies are very demanding. demanding, and those free times when they say you're supposed to nap when they nap, <laughs> you don't nap when they nap. Don't you even know they happen. Do everything else, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so it, we're we're getting there. We're we're um, settling, settling. But sh- it was much better to have an older child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The only sad thing about that is that I do see the gap. Um, mm-hmm. I. During the pandemic, she was very lonely, you know, mm-hmm. and because I wasn't feeling very well from the pregnancy, I saw that, like, you know, the good thing is she's introverted, so sometimes she just likes st- sitting down and drawing for hours, mm-hmm. but that's also, like, for me, it was very sad to watch. Like, mm-hmm. I would see siblings kind of always mm-hmm. playing and doing things together. At least they had each other, and she mm-hmm. really didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, that was heartbreaking as a mom, Yeah. Um, but again, I could never imagine we would go through this, so... I, then we just kind of showed up for her, you know. Yeah, we just different way. do yeah. activities. I remember at some point my husband made like pizza with her, and we mm-hmm. try to find something every once in a every once in a week, like kind of just get something that's just focused on her, mm-hmm. and we weren't focused on what was going on at the time. Yeah, at the same time, like I could not imagine have had a newborn with a small toddler, two mm-hmm. years old, one years old. Doing a pandemic, no, I think it would have been a lot harder. And it was like already super hard when we had them both together. Right. And imagine adding a pandemic to that. So like, yeah, probably you mom that maybe a, went through that right now. Yeah, you're cutting a lot of your resources. You're cutting out help. Like for example, when we had COVID, we couldn't have anybody in here. So as much yeah. as our family, our family had like delivered food, had done a bunch of stuff. Every single day, there was somebody that mm-hmm. would sign up. Like it was like I'm pretty sure they set up a sign up sheet somewhere because <laughs> like randomly sometimes someone just pop in with something, and so. But you're cutting all of that. You're cutting the help that you could get. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, your breather, like, to go outside and mm-hmm. get some fresh air. Okay, you can do that, but, like, it's not the same. Yeah. I don't know very restricted. Very restricted. And I don't know if that was something we shouldn't have done. We shouldn't have restricted ourselves. Mm-hmm. Again, there was only so much we could do. We didn't know much. We didn't so know it was, much. it was a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at least if we had some kind of guideline or certainty mm-hmm. or a better one, then I think it would have been easier. But I couldn't either. I couldn't, and I and I applaud who did because yes. I know it was it wasn't easy. It was tough. Yeah, it was a tough one. But I think throughout all this pandemic, every mom, every mom, mom of one, mom of two, mom of six, um, <laughs> working moms, mm-hmm. all these moms, every type of mom, we all. We're already on a daily basis, mm-hmm. like, reinventing ourselves mm-hmm. because of all the tasks we kind yes. of are faced with. It doesn't matter how many kids you have or, you know, but, and what age they are because the fun never ends. There's always <laughs> something, there's always something you're kind of having, you have to deal with. Yeah. So, I think all moms in general, like, I, I definitely the first responders i'm i'm very grateful for them Mm -hmm. but i think we do need to give even our moms who don't have us as babies anymore Mm -hmm. we need to give them extra love 
for the next few years yeah. because we're we're not well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And everyone's kind of coming back from it. Yeah. Um, I do see that I'll, I see a lot of my friends are kind of like, oh, I, I reached out for help. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's amazing. A lot of people are reaching out that's for fine. help mm-hmm. because, um, and, and I mean mentally, just kind of finding someone to talk to or something yeah. because I think that the last time that this may happen during, you know, back, back, years ago right decades Mm -hmm. ago that wasn't normalized we weren't allowed to talk to anybody Mm -hmm. i think even maybe this is something new the the concept of going to a therapist or something Mm -hmm. was very um, you're crazy if you go to a therapist yeah you were you were were deemed crazy and Uh it's kind of like no i think it should be like part of a health insurance thing Mm -hmm. like you need to have a therapist like yes because we all go through it and and even more so everything everyone went this mm-hmm. last year was pretty crazy. I don't we didn't, I don't think anyone processed or digested mm-hmm. well. But especially moms. I I I we have a special place in this world. <laughs> we're we're building the next few generations. Yes. And it's not easy and we already have all this pressure from just being a woman. Mm-hmm. But then you're all this pressure plus raising this little human yes. and you want to do a good job future generations right, right. you want to do a good job mm-hmm. you want to make sure you're putting some nice people out there <laughs> so it's hard it's it's definitely hard so i i to all you ladies out there all mamas you guys did what's, are doing and did amazing all you ladies yeah. in the place with style and grace uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh there you go that was awesome i think we can wrap up yes. right there because you closed it very very well yes. so we we thank you so much for yes. participating of with course. us this was really really cool um also thank you everybody that's listening don't forget to support us you know send send this this interview to other people to other mamas out there so they could also feel that we're out here helping them and also being a village. Yeah. And um, thank you guys for everything. Yeah. You guys are amazing. Maybe Emmy will start a podcast. I know. Yeah. Right? I would love that. Oh. <laughs> I'm definitely chatty enough for it. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, stop signing me up for stuff. <laughs> no, I love it. I love listening to podcasts. I think that's one of the things that made a big difference and I'm so glad you guys are doing this this is very helpful um just sharing kind of everything you're doing that this happens to me too Mm -hmm. kind of thing job that we should be doing every day thank you thank you you, and we'll see you you. guys in the next one all right